Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora, Ken Wyman, and Tim Barbalace. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. And he gets the called strike, strike three, the call on Rafaela. So Burns setting the tone early in his first preseason start. It's 316 batting average as he takes the called strike three, back-to-back strikeouts for Corbin Burns. Yeah, it, that, it was a nasty pitch. I faced him uh, for the first time, I guess it was early last week or sometime early this week. Uh, yeah, he was working his cutter. You know, trying to locate some pitches, and then I got uh, worked count a little bit, got to like a three-two, two-two count, and then all of a sudden he broke out this this curved slider thing, <laughs> swung straight through it. I was like, "What? What was that?" Like it, it was, it had the it had the tightness and speed of a slider, but I think they called it a curveball. So I was like, "Hey, whatever works," and it definitely worked. So. Just heard from Cedric Mullins, who joined us here on Inside Access last week, and also highlights from Corbin Burns' Grapefruit League debut with the O's on Saturday. Nesson, courtesy of them, and the Orioles right now piling it on. The Twins 7-1, to we'll get more into that in a few, but Corbin Burns... First batter, strikeout. Second batter, strikeout. Wasn't a completely clean inning, but a nice start for the former Cy Young winner. You were bone in for that. I was there. I was there for that. You were bone in for that uh, Corbin Burns Orioles debut. I was. Did you have a little bit of, like, uh, butterflies? Did you have little, uh, what do they call them? Uh, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Oh, I was pumped up. Dude, it was a sold-out crowd. I saw it was the biggest opening day crowd they've had at Ed Smith Stadium since the Orioles moved there in 2011. I mean, it was packed, man. It was There was a buzz. There was an excitement, despite it being exhibition. And look, very, very early days, and these games don't matter, but getting in your work and, and, you know, trying to get off on a good foot does matter. And we're now, you know coming up on, what, five, six days into this spring training schedule. And 
the starting pitchers, by and large, obviously limited outings, right? An inning, two innings. But all have come through looking pretty good so far. And after the bad news at the very start of camp about Bradish and Means, right? You just want to see these guys going every five days, looking the part. You you want to see normal velos for them, right? You want to see their their pitching shapes be somewhat, you know, normal. And in the case of Burns, he's now got another pitch in his arsenal. So I, I will say this. Um, could you imagine the way we'd be talking right now if they hadn't acquired Corbin Burns? Oof. And and they are linked, right? Because it's pretty obvious that they knew something was up with Bradish, and they knew that Means was a month behind schedule at the time they made that trade. But it's not like they all of a sudden, at least it doesn't look like to us, right? Threw a whole bunch more in the pot. Like it doesn't, and it's not doesn't feel like an overpay. It doesn't feel like a move out of desperation. Uh, but there had to be a measure of desperation internally to get a quality arm and their ability. To keep all the issues with their pitching under wraps, get Burns at a more than fair price, um, and now have him here with really a bunch of young guys for the most part. That's awesome. Like that's huge. And then to have Cole Irvin, and we'll see if it's sustainable. Th- adding three and a half miles to his fastball and having a cutter that looks that's sitting faster than his fastball sat last year, like. That's pretty interesting. Grayson Rodriguez getting a couple three-pitch strikeouts. Hooray, we're here for that. Um, You saw Povich, right? Yeah, Um, Uh, Povich was impressed. They had a split squad on Monday. Kate Povich got the start in in Sarasota, where Seth Johnson started at the Braves. Both of them, two scoreless. Yeah, Um, and then today, Dean Kramer, you know, against what is very much the Twins. I mean, this is probably... Six ninths or seven ninths of the Twins starting lineup um, come opening day. Uh, you know, Kramer getting his work in, and and it's not like he got shelled or anything like that. So, so far, so good since the bad news about Bradish Means. Yeah, and we haven't even seen Tyler Wells pitch yet. No. So, uh, you know, early on in spring training, this is kind of what you're looking for. Someone like a Cole Irvin. And, Jason, you've been covering sports for forever. And what's, like, the biggest uh, cliche guys coming? Oh, he's in the best shape of his life. He's in the best shape of his life. But clearly a Cole Irvin came in very motivated, you know, this offseason because he was the quote-unquote trade acquisition of last year, and then he got demoted before the April was over. So, I mean, he absolutely headed into the offseason with a fire under him. Look, I think if Cole Irvin can pitch the way he did in the second half last year as a swingman, occasional spot starter, long reliever, um, from the left side, we can all live with that. If it's better than that, if if these gains that that he, again one outing, but if any of that is remotely sustainable, if if he now has a legit cutter in his arsenal, and his fastball velo is legitimately up, <laughs> then I mean again that that's like a cherry on top. That's an added that's that would be a remarkable added bonus. Orioles currently leading the Twins seven to one. Bottom of the third inning, as you mentioned, Jason Dean Kramer went two innings. His day is done. Two hits, one earned, one walk, two Ks. Ramon Urias he went yard, and Colton Kowser with a three run dong as well. Now, 
Calger did not go moonshot off of uh, Pablo Lopez, you know, a guy who was in Cy Young consideration a year ago. Um, he hit his off of Boyle, did Calzer. Ramon hit his homer off of Pablo Lopez. However, Colton Calzer's bomb went almost 430 feet. Um, and so that's a young man who we all know, confidence, body language, just do I belong, do I fit in, the mental component of the game. All, all that seemed a big ask for him during his stint last year. And let's be real. The fact that he had to come in, replace a guy who's a 30-30 guy in Cedric Mullins, or at least that was sort of some of the theory, right? Um, and do it in the middle of a pennant race where the team ends up winning 100 games. Stakes got real real high real fast. And, and so that wasn't the perfect indoctrination. He right now looks to be a little bit different of a, of, of a young man, looks to have a little bit something else to him. Again, we'll find out if it's sustainable, but I will certainly take Colton Kowser mashing pitching the first week over the Grapefruit League schedule over any other alternative. It definitely seems comfortable at the plate right now. I'm back. Ken Wyman is gone for the rest of the week. I I left Florida. He's going to Florida right now, but we still got a fun show. Cynthia Freeland, she's at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Get some draft talk with her. Some Ravens talk as Eric DaCosta, John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. Jason Horowitz, he's on the call for Big Ten Network tonight. Terps Northwestern. Tim Murray, get our best bets with him. Matt Wyrick who covers the O's for the Baltimore Sun. I actually met Matt when I was down in the clubhouse uh, the other day. And John Oran will talk about the uh, ownership transition. Could it happen prior could to opening game? Yeah, we come will on. Ask him. Um, yeah, and, and what could that mean for payroll sooner rather than later? What could it mean for Masson in terms of content or uh, heck? Are they even going to continue to broadcast Nats games? You know, we'll see what John hears about that. Uh, obviously, we're going to be plugged in everything going on in Sarasota every day from now through um, until the team breaks north. And look, Gigi and I talked about it a lot this week. Like, there's a road here for the Terps to salvage their season. Now, it requires them to beat a pretty good Northwestern team tonight. I'm going to call that a must-win game. But if they win that game and they're 8-10, and 10, and you've got a sad sack Indiana team coming here, and then a good a good Penn State team that's had had a big win the other day, but like and that's been a house of hard. That is for them. a massive. But you beat them here, you beat them here. That's not an impossible ask. We're, we're trying to we're trying to keep the glass our Let's glass go. our glass of OJ or grapefruit to, to and a nod Kool-Aid? to you. We got that and your red, red skin. Well, I'm thinking you back from Florida. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to stay in the citrus family. Uh-huh. Our, our glass of 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 OJ is half full around here, Bone. <laughs> Coming up next, I'll recap my trip, which included the best ride I've ever been on in my life in Disney World, and also had a chance to talk with Jackson Holiday. Does he see second base as his long-term fit? I asked him that. And also, Grayson Rodriguez, any pressure on him to pick up the slack with Kyle Bradish and John Means both down? That's next. It's Inside Access on the fan. Inside Access. Jason's already shaking his head because he hates happiness. He hates fun. Don't make me storm out of this studio. (laughs) Most importantly, I love happy. Hates Mickey Mouse. I don't hate Mickey Mouse. Uh, I got no time for Mickey Mouse. Why? I've grown off. I'm because I'm a man. Dude. I've uh, I've grown up from childish things. So I... You've been taking your kids there? 
My kids don't. My only kid, I'm using air quotes, who likes rides is 19 years old. Okay. She can go her own damn self. I took her once. And <laughs> oh, the two boys, the two boys are idiots. Like, they don't want to get on anything. They would just go to the pool. They'd want to play putt-putt and go to the pool. Like, why yeah. the hell am I going to go to Disney World yeah, for that? You definitely don't want to stroke that check no. to Disney for that, because Disney is very expensive. But I went to Disney for a day. I, I flew into Orlando Thursday. I went to downtown Disney, which is, like, substantially bigger than I remember it, because when I went last, I was probably 14, 15 years old. Got producer Ryan Shell a lightsaber. That was pretty cool. And then, like, does it? it what oh, is it, it's what, here. I does it like make it. a sound? Like, doesn't oh, doesn't it go like warm? Yeah, I'll bring warm. it in the break. Yeah, we, I brought it today. It's here. Where'd and, you hide a lightsaber? How could how could I not see it? Where, flying. Well, where'd flying, you keep that? Bone? Flying it was back in, pocket. Interesting, especially on Spirit. Yes, on mm. Spirit as well, which paying a lot of fees. But then Friday went to Hollywood Studios and uh, the Star Wars Land. They didn't have that the last time I was there. It is amazing. And I, I like Star Wars. Star Wars is cool. I've seen all the movies. But I'm not, like, super into it. Yeah. They had this ride, Rise Against the Resistance, the coolest ride I've ever been on in my life. And I don't even know a close second. It was a 20-minute ride. I mean, there's, like, walking parts of it. And you know Disney. Like, it's the attention to detail is immaculate. But how could you? And, I don't understand. How are you walking in a ride? Well, part of it is walking, and then part of it, you're, you're physically like, walking inside the ride. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, I can show you some pictures during. And the then, break. like, are you like in a fake spaceship? Well, Is that the deal? yes, exactly. And you're like trying to fly away from the resistance. And no, dude, it, no thanks. I it is amazing. It is incredible. I'll take your word for it, Bone. And then Saturday, drove to Sarasota. That Something was, magic happened. That was the first time. I'd ever been to spring training. It was the first time my dad, who turned 60 in November, ever been to spring training. He's in the bucket list mode, crossing things off. So he wanted to go to spring training and brought me. And it was awesome. Ed Smith Stadium is a really nice stadium. I mean, it's actually it, really nice. Huh? It, it, well, it is. Not everybody, actually I mean, really they put nice. a lot of money into it. Yeah. Yes. And that's why. And you had been to the I went prior to Fort, Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. That was a dump. Which I heard was, was a, a dump, dump by the airport. From, uh, Hearing from some of the beat guys there, but it was a lot of fun. Of course, Adley going yard, Colton Kowser with the walk off. Put on the show for you, Bone. Yes, you I, stayed for the whole game. Stayed, of course, absolutely stayed for yeah. the whole game. I you wouldn't leave early. early to go back to see a mouse or anything like no. that, or a lightsaber. No, that was the only day. That okay. was the only just, day. I mean, and then, just we, and then we went Monday as well. Saw Kay Povich. That was a split squad day, and they had seniors stroll the bases after instead of like the kids run yeah. the bases. It was senior stroll. That was funny to watch. It was 60 and older. So I was, my mom and I, we were imploring my dad to yeah, go. He, he did, qualified. He did not apply. Did they ID you at home plate? They checked the ID? <sighs> we didn't go over there. I don't know. Yeah. It was an older crowd. Yeah. I can tell you that in Sarasota. I mean, I what, would think that's a little dangerous. Strolling the bases? Well, you trip over the bag or like, yeah. you know what I mean? That You've got all the like. I would um, assume you're doing it at your own risk. I know. There but I'm just swing. saying like, you've got the area where the grass and the dirt meet and there's like, you know, it's sort of elevated. Like you could you could turn an ankle pretty easy. I, there was this one granny, man. She was running with the bird out really? in front. Oh, she was lapping the competition. It was impressive. Good for her. And then went to the beach and look, all in all, it was great. And then. Came back with a tan? Sunday. Yeah. Forgot to reapply sunscreen yesterday, but I don't know what's more red, you or the studio. <laughs> yes, I am very red. I used to tan, and then I took Accutane. Um, 
but you don't know Accutane? It's yeah. an acne medicine. It's oh, whatever. It, 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 it dries up your skin. It's, it's, Am I going to hear like commercials like for Camp Lejeune? If you took Accutane, <laughs> call. No, no. I, it, I, I don't have the olive Italian skin, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would tan pretty well prior to that. But then Sunday, prior to them going to Bradenton, I stopped in the clubhouse, got to have a stand-up, not a sit-down. Not a sit-down. With Jackson Holiday and Grayson Rodriguez. And Jackson Holiday, we heard from Michael Elias on this very program, hey, he's going to be playing a lot of second base during Grapefruit League. Does he see that as his long-term position? I mean, any any chance to get to, to play in the big leagues, I think uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, obviously, shortstop is what I grew up playing, but if I can be a, an all-star second baseman, uh, that, I'd be great, too. Yeah, no, no complaints uh, if I get to play. I said all the right things, as you'd expect, but you, what you didn't see was his face. Uh, you could kind of mm-hmm. tell. that Paint maybe, the picture for us, Bob. there was a little something there. Maybe he didn't see was it. Was it totally feeling it? <laughs> no, he was not. He was not. Well, look, he's he's barely uh, he's barely older than my nineteen year old daughter. So, and look, he he's got uh, a unique perspective seeing the the um, I was going to say the totality of his dad's career, but he was too young to appreciate some of it. But but certainly having an understanding of the ebbs and flows of a major league career um, and where you start is not necessarily where you finish. I think he's got call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, the right head on the shoulders to understand what it's going to take to crack this roster, what it's going to take to crack this lineup on a daily basis, and then long term, you know where things go. Uh, he's got to continue to develop a stronger throwing arm. We're going to find out who or what is the answer at third base, and if there isn't a natural answer at third base, then maybe at some point Gunnar Henderson goes back there, and Jackson Holiday is at shortstop. But I don't think he's going to play a whole lot of short this spring. Um. I think the defense will be just fine at second base. And it was interesting. The O's signed Colton Wong. So they added a little bit of insurance, middle infield insurance, right? That's been, we've seen Odor and Frazier at the major league level before. I don't know that this is really for the major league level unless Jackson Holiday were to get hurt. Something goes wrong in Jackson Holiday's development this spring. 
at least you've got a guy who's played that position at the major league level before. We'll play more Jackson later on the show, but Grayson Rodriguez with John Means, Kyle Bradish, both not being ready for the start of the season. Is there more pressure on him to perform at a high level? I mean, a little bit, I guess. Um, obviously, with those two guys down, you know, it's a little, wouldn't say disappointing, but, you know, obviously not starting the season how you want to. Uh, but the good thing is, is both of those guys are going to be back pretty quick. Um, you know, I think, obviously, Bradish throwing and everything. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to see them out for too long. Um, so I don't think, you know, we really shouldn't be worrying about anything. I think they're going to be just fine. So he, Rub a little he, dirt on it. Rub a little he, dirt on he it. He doubled and tripled down. Yeah. That, uh, What's he, 22 guys? years old? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I hope you're right, Grayson. But <laughs> you, you might be might be a little extreme glass half uh, full on this one. We'll play some more Grayson Rodriguez later on the show as well. We're going to get into the Ravens. Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. Where the Ravens going to do at receiver? That's later on this hour. But coming up next... Cynthia Freeland, who is at the scouting combine. Eric DaCosta weighed in on the running back position yesterday. Should the Ravens go out and sign one of the top running backs on the free agent market? We'll get Cynthia's thoughts on that next. It's Inside Access on the fan. Inside Access. The NFL really is a 365-day-a-year league. That is for sure. Scouting combine, there's already people there, on-field workouts about to get underway this week. And joining us now is Cynthia Freeland, who covers the NFL for NFL Network. And Cynthia, let's start with the Ravens. Eric DaCosta met with the media yesterday, asked about the running back position. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, both free agents. Could you see the Ravens going out and signing one of the upper-tier free agent running backs like a Saquon, Josh Jacobs, etc. I guess I would have to say, what is the price tag going to really be? Because we've seen an erosion of what that price tag has meant in general, but I don't know if it's gotten to the point where that's the, the priority, at least maybe if it, like it, it fell down to a low enough price, it'd be possible, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know about that. I feel like this is a team that probably would be more likely to sign one of the upper tier wide receivers than <laughs> than uh, than running back. Well, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and maybe I'm crazy, but I think we all kind of know <laughs> the wide receiver thing just hasn't gone well here, right? I mean, even Odell, fifteen million dollars, they didn't get close to fifteen million dollars out of Odell Beckham. So, like, am I crazy to say, all right, likely? showed what he can do when Andrews is out. They never really have utilized these guys at the same time in 12. Ricard's probably not going anywhere. So he they, better not. He's like right, my favorite. Right. <laughs> right. Their efficiencies throwing at a heavy stuff should go up exponentially. What if you also added an every down running back, Cynthia, who isn't a tell, right? It's not Gus, oh, we know what that looks like, or here comes the right. other back, we know what that looks like. What if they lived more in heavy, said, you know what, we can we can dabble in 11, but that's never really going to be us. And, it, it, like, couldn't they, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like they got a better shot getting $10 million of value out of Josh Jacobs than 17 or 18 out of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, you know what I mean, or, or Mike Evans right, right. if they try to do that. Am I crazy? Like, isn't that a little bit of zigging when other people zagging? Is that not a little bit of value? Well, the the harder part is like what's going on in the in the rest of the market, right? Because this isn't as deep of a wide receiver class as we've seen in the past couple of years, and it is an interesting one in terms of like where are all these running backs going to fall? Like, what, where, who's going to who's going to be the first to 
set the market price for them, right? So I don't even know where, where it will end up being, but I don't know if someone does something irrational, like pay a running back, like, you know, something crazy, but also I can, I can see that happening. So to me, it all depends on what the actual numbers are. And especially with the cap having gone up further than anyone I've talked to imagined it would go up. I think you do have a little bit more wiggle room. So you could maybe get that wide receiver or you could get that running back, or maybe you could figure out some version of like through the draft and through, you know, and through free agency, you could be in a good spot where you're like, you know, more moderate for both. I, I it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Or maybe even like a Zach Moss or DeAndre Swift. Right, right. Would that wet your think, whistle a little bit? Well, <laughs> when I think Ravens right now, I think like I want that O-line to be amazing. This is one of the best O-line classes that I can remember uh-huh. ever, you know, focusing on. So to me, it's like, I think it like, let's make the first things the first things and then worry about the second things the second things. You know what I mean? And yeah. to me, as of right now, you have such an opportunity to grab one of these O-linemen. And by the way, many of them are like 22 years old or 21, meaning they're pretty young, which means you could get them in your system early and they just get better and better. And then you have an opportunity to like have a lot of stability at the most kind of the crucial point in the trenches. We're speaking to Cynthia Freeland. It's Inside Access on the Fan. Cynthia, who are some names that fans can keep an eye on in terms of offensive linemen that could be available at pick 30? Okay, so we're going to go through all of them like in jet in, in pretty big depth. And I'm going to tell you schools now because that makes things a little bit easy. But I, I'm a big Oregon State fan. I think that's, that's a good one. I like Notre Dame. I'm, this is what the, that I've learned from the scouts. Yes. You do numbers or you do, yes. or you do schools at this yes. point, right? Like, you don't, they don't have names yet. Yeah. They've got numbers <laughs> and they've got schools. Yes. So um, I'm a big fan. I'm probably higher on Oregon State than a, little, than a lot of other people. Um, that's one that could see the unfortunate part for the Ravens is y'all don't pick very early. Right. <laughs> so you're not going to probably get Notre Dame. I feel like no, he's going to go pretty no, high. Yeah. So, so I, I think keep an eye on that. And like, maybe we, we got some other ones that could sneak out of here too. I, I'm, I'm almost done with my, my lineman class rankings, but right now Notre Dame's number one, and he's super young too, which is good for whomever gets him. How about um, on the other side of the ball with the Ravens? I think around here a lot of people now are, are you know, kind of looking at the what's in the room right now in terms of edge, and there's yep. not – a whole lot there, right? It's Owe, it's wherever Ajabo is physically right now, which is less than 100%. You know, Bowser, right. that's over. We're going to have to find out about Clowney or Van Noy returning. Um, <clears throat> how would you like to see them maybe go about trying to fill that void? Do you, do you give Clowney 10, 11, 12 a year because he played like that last year? <laughs> that's always the, the hard part for Clowney for me is that. I hadn't seen that from him for sustained years, right. right? Like it'd be one thing if you had like one or two kind of duds and the rest of them were great. But like Clowney was like so highly touted coming out. And then like, it was weird for a while. And then he played really well last year. And then you got to remember, there's a lot of changes now, now that Mike McDonald's out in Seattle, it's not going to feel the same in the room. And perhaps this, the learning isn't the concepts aren't going to be the same or mm-hmm. they're not going to be quite. So to me, it's just like a lot of uncertainty when you could get someone in, like I'm a, I'm a fan of figuring out those five key positions when they're when they're in their rookie contract. So you know an edge rusher is one of the five key positions, and so is a corner. But those two are, are areas where you could add a lot of value in a short amount of time and homegrown talent, which is what the Ravens do better than almost any. That is that is where a lot of strength comes because the spine of your defense is fine. Like 
I think everyone's pretty happy with where your like linebacker and safety situation is, right? So that's a really big plus. Cynthia, what do you expect to happen with the first overall pick? You know, I don't think it'll be the Bears. <laughs> no, I, I do. I think that uh, it will probably be Caleb Williams. It feels like it. Yeah. Now, we have still a lot of time. I, I've been watching a lot of Drake May film and Jane Daniel film, and it feels like those three guys, they're like different flavors. It depends on how much you want. You want to value you know, the run, who you're, you have to know your, who you are and who, how you want to help them. Do you have the infrastructure in place so that it looks a little bit more like C.J. Stroud and a little bit less like Bryce Young in year one? Not to say he's not going to be good eventually, but year one, obviously, C.J. Stroud was awesome. So it's just, to me, it's getting harder and harder to evaluate what happens from college to the next level because, one, the guys aren't even taking snaps under center in college. Right. And, two, like – their defenses are not playing things that resemble like Texas plays a three, three, five. What on earth is that? Right? right. Like how do you even, when someone plays them, how do you use that footage to be like, he's going to be great at the next level? Like, uh, I don't know. How, um, when you're assessing teams and regression or, you know, year to year yep. kind of sizing them up, the amount of brain drain the Ravens had on one side of the ball, it, it feels <laughs> a little unusual to me, you know, like in terms of so many guys on one staff at similar, like mostly at similar places in their career, right? Like all mm-hmm. getting head coaching or coordinator jobs somewhere else. <laughs> like, is is that how, how, you know what I mean? Because even Mc, yeah. McDonald was awesome, but McDonald's yep. first six games, there was a lot of figuring out going on. How real is that brain drain potentially? I mean, see the San Francisco 49ers, to me, that's like, you know, they, they got decimated every year. And then you have Steve Agnolo from the Chiefs, who's been there forever, and that continuity has played itself out. Now, there's something to be said for attracting better talent because you know you're going to be getting looks at the head coaching position, but there's some sort of balance between the two that's probably the optimal configuration. It just never seems to go like that, right? Like, it never, like, it's either you're either hot or you're not. You no. know, like, it's not. It, and, and everyone thinks it's their side of the ball, and no one's like, okay, like, maybe you should stay, like, because no one wants to be like, hey, like, I'm not, I don't want to mess up your career trajectory. There's only 32 of these. So if you get one, the answer is yes. Sure. <laughs> Whether or not it's the best situation, you know? She's Cynthia Freeland joining us courtesy of the WGK guest hotline. Cynthia, thanks so much for taking the time. Enjoy the combine. I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great week, guys. You, you got too. it. Thank you. At the top of the hour, we're going to get into some Terps basketball. Big home game tonight against Northwestern. Trying to split the season series against Northwestern. Jason Horowitz will be joining us. But coming up next, it's Purple Rain. John Harbaugh, Eric DaCosta. What did they have to say about the receiver position? Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. What happens with them? What happens with the position in general? We're going to get into it next on Inside Access. Inside Access. This is Andrew Bogish with an Odyssey Sports Minute sponsored by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper, what's your beef? The NFLPA just released the results of a player's survey about working conditions around the league. Maybe the most surprising result is Chiefs ownership getting an F-, slightly worse than Pittsburgh and Arizona. So the two-time defending Super Bowl champs don't like their boss? I'm Andrew Bogish. 
Inside access everywhere. On the free Odyssey app. Download it today. 1057 FN. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. I think Rashad Bateman's going to take a big step just off the top of my head. You know, I think Rashad's going to get opportunities this year. He ran routes really well. He worked super hard. He was healthy for the first time. Even as the year went on, he got healthier. And you could see it in his play. Uh, the ball got to him when he did. He made some great plays. The ball's going to get to him a lot more next year. He's going to be ready to go. Uh, we got Nelson back. Nelson is a big signing back. He played a big role last year. Of course, Zay, speaks, he speaks for himself. Uh, we got Ty in there. Ty did, did a good job. Uh, then you never know with a guy like Odell. I know that's probably a question people are asking. I've got my fingers crossed. We'll see. That's kind of out there. Those are those things that kind of kind of answer themselves in time. I love our tight ends as receivers. So uh, all that is really part of it. Great, great guy. I love Odell. Uh, he's become a great friend of mine and a, a friend to the Ravens. And, you know, I think we'll just kind of assess and see what happens over the next couple of weeks. That's John Harbaugh, Eric DaCosta, meeting with the media yesterday at the scouting combine. And let's start with Rashad Bateman because John Harbaugh. Do we have to? Let's start with Odell Beckham. You want to start with Odell? I do. Okay. Uh, what number, like if you're a friend of the Ravens, is that do you get a triple-digit number for that? Now, I know that they don't assign numbers to position groups like they used to, but like – what what a friend? What what is that designation on the roster? Well, think about this. You just put an F. Like we put next to the birds, right? We put H O F twenty four, right? But exactly <laughs> special designation. But what do you put next? If a guy is technically there as a friend of the team, how do you note that in a roster? Well, think about it this way: Roquan Smith, Eric DaCosta. You would say that they're friends, right? I don't know. Are they? I- he gave him the biggest contract in the history well, of the position. I thought that was business. I, I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it because like they're in the same gardening club. Like I, I don't think it's. I think now, he said me he's and Gigi a had a theory that you know because there was a lot of talk yesterday about EDC and how much he reads. We were thinking that he and Odell Beckham are in the same book club. Yeah, Maybe. and that's part of the reason why he's in that circle of trust. But, but my reasoning for Roquan is became the first zero in Ravens franchise history. It was last year was the first time you could wear the number right. zero. So it, maybe. So Roquan would change his number and then the zero would be given to Odell. Yeah. In honor of the the friend designation. I think so. Well, he got to Odell last there. <laughs> you know, did Harbs and his rundown of the roster. Of a, yeah, it was kind of a throw. There's also Odell. And the GM referred to him not as a wide receiver. Made no mention of what the man can do playing football. But he's a friend of the Ravens. It's intangible. I think you that ship has sailed, Bone. You can't quantify that. It's you intangible. can't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's not back. I would be surprised if Odell is back. Um, Bateman's the one that I'm curious about. Where are you on him? Because we talked a lot about him yesterday. Are you buying this, or is this subterfuge trying to talk him up because they're gonna trade him? But Harbs has kind of been over the moon. When you're talking about the season-ending press conference, yeah. I was there. Jonas asked him, you know, gave some of the numbers that you gave, yeah. and Harbs, oh, yeah, that's Poppy nothing. Cop. That's nothing. What are we talking about? And then he really doubled down yesterday at the cou- scouting combine. I mean, I you're buying it. <sighs> I think I am too. I think I am too. I, I'm just 
if if DaCosta was going over the moon in the same way, I could say, okay, maybe he's just trying to build him up for trade. Right. And I think it is a guy in need of a change of scenery. Me too. But, but I also think they're a franchise in need of a Rashad Bateman, or what yes. he could be. Yes. They're in love with the dream of this draft pick becoming fr- bearing fruit. Right? Something. I think they're buttering him up because they're not picking up the fifth-year option. Well, so I, we're going to fill his head with platitudes and tell him how great we think he's going to be and how he's going to ball out, but we're not willing to wager $15 million on that happening. No. God, fully guaranteed, by yes. the way. So, And they have until May to pick up the fifth-year option for Owe and Rashad Bateman. But there's work to be done. With this room, needless to say, you brought back Nelson Aguilar on another like team-friendly move. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with that as well. We both don't expect Odell to come back. No. It, you need some more there. It can't just be Zay and Bateman as your one and two. I don't know. If you're playing more 12 and 13 personnel, maybe you could. Well, God, I would love for them to lean into uh, likely an Andrews well, on the I'm field more about. than 11% of the time. There you go. So, yeah, it was 11% of his dropbacks. Yes. While they were both on the active roster. And it was 11% both healthy. exactly 11% in the postseason in the game. game. So that's got to go up, right? So that cuts into your your use of three wide receivers. Um and I'm with Cynthia. I don't know. I'm not doing anything with Ricard. I'm not I'm not getting him out of the equation. So I don't know, man. Like I'm becoming more and more convinced. I'd rather pay a running back, a twenty five year old Josh Jacobs type running back, ten a year, than Chase Keenan like who's gonna come here for less than Odell made last year? Like that's my thing on the wide receivers. Like which guy is gonna say, Oh, wait a minute, this dude who hadn't played in two years Got fifteen million out of you. He did really nothing outside of three games in November, right? Why would I come here for less than that? But doesn't a Keenan Allen, a Mike Evans, like that's a Ravens move? Those I mean, are it guys, is. But are they going to? But I mean, are they going to come here? Are they going to take less to come here? How could like you outbid everybody for Odell last year when he didn't have a market? Yeah. Mike Evans is going to have a market. Absolutely. Keenan Allen, if they cut his ass, is going to have a market. Yeah. Same thing with Mike Williams. Brandon Cooks is going to, I mean. I, I just think this as well, Jason, you have to factor this in when it comes to building this receiver room. We know that Bateman has dealt with injuries, you know, throughout his career. And if Bateman was to go down with an extended, you know, extended absence, you're in trouble at the receiver position. Yeah, I. It'll be really interesting to see if they do make a splash outside the building where it is. Um, I I tend to agree. You know how I feel about paying running backs or taking a running back in the first round, but I think they will. I I just kind of you kind of get that vibe here. I I don't know if J.K. or Gus I think they got a hell of a lot better shot at getting ten million dollars a year value out of Josh Jacobs than I do eighteen out of Mike Evans or seventeen out of Keenan. And those numbers might end up being low. I'm just throwing them out there. Yeah, yeah. Like I I just don't know. Now maybe they find a mid tier receiver and they get bang for their buck there. You know, going back into that five to seven, the Sammy Watkins range. Maybe yeah. they find a better value there. Okay, maybe. But if we're talking about dudes that are going to come in and move the needle, what it's going to cost to bring them here? 
I don't know. Well, I just, I don't know that the math's going to make sense. Well, let me go back. What if you take a day two running back? Now, obviously, it's not a proven guy, but we know, we see it every year, rookie running backs coming in and being able to make an impact. Yeah. Uh, not a great class. Yeah, I mean, there's value there, but... Is he going to be able to? Is he going to be? Is he going to be able to pass protect like Josh Jacobs? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 yeah, maybe. They tried that with Dobbins, and it, the guy never got on the field. Like, I don't know. In about twenty minutes, we'll update you on how the Orioles are doing against the Twins in some Grapefruit League action. But coming up next, Jason Horowitz, who's going to be doing play-by-play on the Big Ten Network. You can hear the game on 105.7 The Fan, the Jerry Siding and Roofing Maryland warm-up show immediately following us. And then Johnny Holiday, Chris Knocky, Walt Williams on the call at 7. But Jason Horowitz, Big Ten Network. What do he think of Maryland going to the rack and picking up a big-time win? We'll get his thoughts next. Inside Access on the Fan. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.